0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the Bigger Picture. So it's all about the fourth quarter GDP numbers that have just been released this morning. And looking at those headline numbers, 2.1% for the fourth quarter year on year. So that's revised down from 2.2% in the earlier estimates. And if you look at what we have um, for the Third quarter, that was 4%. So it is a moderation, and this is pretty much what I've been looking out for, a slowdown in growth for the Singapore economy. So what's in store for the rest of the year? Uh, the MTI is keeping its 2023 growth forecast range at 05 to 2.5%, noting that uncertainties in the global economy remain. Let's unpack it with Barnabas Gan. He is the senior economist at RHB Bank. Morning, Barnabas. Happy Monday.
1: Yeah, it's been quite a busy
0: morning with a lot to chew on for the headline numbers for the fourth quarter at 2.1%. Let's uh, break it down for us, Maribus. How bad is this when you talk about a slowdown in the fourth quarter from the third quarter?
1: So basically, we see the numbers, uh, we actually saw that uh, Singapore GDP expanded by 2.1%. That's slightly lower versus the official flash estimates of 22 But I think that overall, despite the decline, uh, we can see that services industries has recovered quite remarkably. You know, and uh, this is really given the gradual reopening of borders. Mm. The construction sector has risen by over 10 percent, you know. So this is also led by the activity in the sector that has clearly increased given the current post-pandemic, you know, stuff that's being observed in Singapore. Uh, But I think that the concern really perhaps remains centered on the manufacturing sector. We did see its first contraction uh, since the second quarter of 2020, uh, led by softwares in electronics, chemicals, biomedical and general manufacturing. You know, and of course, uh, the worry is being dominated by the weakness in export demand, especially in the fourth quarter last year. You know, and this has really been seen in uh, Singapore's Nordex numbers, non-oil domestic exports, Mm. uh, towards the end of last year. You know, and this has given headwinds to Singapore's manufacturing activities given the export-oriented status that Singapore has right now.
0: Yeah, but let's talk about momentum. So, we talk about the manufacturing sector. So, we are seeing it 2.6%. Down. So shrinking a reversal from the one point one percent growth in the previous quarter. So what sort of momentum can we expect in the coming months? I
1: think overall if we think about the prognosis for the next six to twelve months I think uh, what is encouraging really is that at the, since the start of 2023, we have noticed that global trade outlook has been improving. You know, this is thanks to uh, China's relaxation of its pandemic restrictions. You know, and beyond this, uh, we are also observing that indicators are uh, suggesting that supply chain challenges are also easing. You know, and that has actually led to softer commodity prices and inflationary pressures but the thing is that i think the singapore's economy will likely slow into the first half of this year at least you know the first half of this year the next 6 months and this is really given the economic challenges that has been seen you know, in the US and Europe, I think key issues are really the higher interest rates mm. and the elevated core inflation that may still be persistent in these economies, you know. And uh, I think but what is important uh, and really uh, encouraging to the listeners really is that we do think that the growth momentum in Singapore will likely pick up in the second half of this year. Uh, and this is led by two key factors that may really start by July into the second half. And this is first and foremost, the our view for the terminal US Fed funds rates, which is the benchmark rate of the US, you know. And this will likely be seen in the first quarter at around 5 to five and a quarter percent 5 to 5.25%. And this means that there will likely be an interest rate hike pause you know, that will likely be seen in the second half you know, of this year. And this will mean that that could, come, that could actually return some optimism into the global economic arena. And the second really is that we may see more clarity, uh, hopefully, you know, on the pace and intensity of uh, China's reopening efforts this and, and its impact, the positive impact to Asia and Singapore by then. You know. So overall, we do pencil Singapore's GDP at 3%, and we do not expect a technical recession uh, in the first half. And uh, the, this, this 3% forecast that we are having is actually slightly more positive compared to the government's range forecast of uh, 05 to 2.5%.
0: Alright, that's quite encouraging here, hear about numbers, that things might stabilise and get better in the second half of this year. Uh, of course, there are some near-term hit wins, and we've been seeing some negative headlines uh, recently, layoffs in the tech sector, especially in the startup space, uh, all the talk about recession, and also cost pressure. So we've got all these issues in the mix. What can we expect when it comes to wage pressures, expenses, what sort of inflation numbers are you looking at for in Singapore?
1: Indeed, indeed. I think, uh, just let me reiterate, we are not looking for technical recession. So, As such, I think the recession view is not our base case. You know, so really in line with our outlook for GDP to slow in the first six months of this year, you know, uh, we do expect labour market to face headwinds you know, over the same period of time. So we do forecast uh, unemployment rate to increase marginally uh, to 2.4% before recovering to its 2% handle. The slight increase in unemployment rate, uh, more importantly, it's still very low compared to what we've seen during the pandemic period. And uh, I think the issue really is that labour demand in the electronics, chemicals uh, and really the external facing front uh, will actually likely remain lackluster in the first half. And uh but the thing is that uh the 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 light at the end of the tunnel really is in the services sector because uh, we do expect a sustained recovery momentum to be expected for the services sector, especially as uh, Asia's border restrictions ease further and this would mean that there could be higher labour demand in the hospitality, retail sales and food and beverage sectors. So I think overall uh we are really looking, you know for the fact that uh, retrenchment has uh, increased mm. you know, in the second half of last year, but we are also seeing a record number of total unemployment you know, in a, for the whole of last year, and that means that labour demand still remains quite resilient at this point.
0: Yeah, so if you look at what's been playing out when it comes to uh, the SING dollar strength in the backdrop of rising interest rates and in the inflation outlook, we've seen the MAS tightening uh, for at least five times in the past 12 months. What can you expect for the SING dollar strength when you look at this uh, current environment?
1: Yeah, so inflation really, if we just talk about it very quickly, you know inflation will actually start to ease further you know and this really means that uh, the central bank will actually digest this information and 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 really dictate on how uh, monetary policy may move you know in the coming year so if we look at the dollar strength i think we have to discuss rates first you know very quickly the march uh, really towards the march FOMC meeting I think the balance of risk is skewed towards a 25 basis point hike, but the thing is that uh, we are looking for a terminal Fed Fund rate at five to five and a quarter percent in the first quarter. And also, this basically means that generally we are still looking for some dollar strength, you know, in the first quarter given the higher FOMC rate uh, during that same period of time. But the expectations for a rate hike pause towards the towards the end of this year, you know, from the second quarter to fourth quarter, may mean you know that some weakness in the dollar and vice versa, you know, strength into Asian currency. Including the Sing dollar might be seen, you know, during that period. Going to the MAS, I think that uh, the whole issue regarding core inflation is not over yet. It's still very elevated at this point above the symbolic two percent handle, and this basically gives us, uh, you know, the view that the NMAS will still increase or tighten monetary policy in April you know, via a very slight appreciation in the gradient. And this would be seen likely as a, another move
0: to to combat inflationary pressures uh, for the year ahead. Okay, so possibly we could see um, some new ideas when it comes to monetary policy in the next meeting. And if you look at the budget... Expectations for tomorrow. Uh, you've got your report. Staying relevant is the main focus. Are we expecting any Valentine's Day presents tomorrow, Barnabas?
1: Well, I think that uh, any cash handouts is going to be modest. <laughs> really, uh, I think the entire idea uh, and 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 focus for the for this coming budget tomorrow will really be on fiscal consolidation and staying focused. So meaning meaning so, I think that uh, the the focus will really be helping Singapore to stay relevant and viable into tomorrow's world, you know, uh, but of course, uh, the budget will still likely have policies that will try to, you know, handle and address uh, the rising cost issues as well as support for businesses, you know, in the coming year.
0: Okay, so we'll see um, how much of a goodie bag we'll get tomorrow when budget is announced. Thanks for your time today, Barnabas. We've been checking with Barnabas Gan. He is the senior economist for RHB Bank. Barnabas, thank you again for your time this morning. Thank you very much, guys. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.
1: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.